0: visit patreon.com slash kim and billy talk for exclusive content all right so what do you want the agenda to be for our uh little talk here you have very well detailed notes i have <laughs> four bullet points
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably going to be more helpful because my notes are all about tom cruise the human enigma i can't speak so this is not going into the final thing but i um, the human enigma that is tom cruise what are your bullet points
0: some things about why I like Mission Impossible. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, do we want to just kind of start here? Okay. All right. Just going to kind of outline what we hope to do with uh, this podcast over the next six, seven, maybe even eight weeks. Who knows? Yes. So do you want to talk about the kind of general idea you proposed to me about what you wanted to do for a podcast?
1: Yeah. um, So maybe some background here is that by clicking on this podcast, you have a presupposed image of uh, Billy and myself that we are huge aficionados of this particular person with posters on walls. Um, I promise we're not that. Do you want a
0: retake on the word aficionado? <laughs> oh, or do you want to leave that in? No. <laughs>
1: that's, you know what? I'm just going to...
0: Just keep going. Dude,
1: this is fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is the cat... <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we should note we are recording this yeah. on the weekend of the air show in Toronto. So in, in very fitting Tom Cruise action mode.
1: Oh yeah, this you're gonna is a hear podcast some, about Tom Cruise, guys. Yeah,
0: there you go. You're going to be <laughs> hearing some airplanes flying by. You'll also be hearing uh, uh, Kim's delightful cat, Penny, meowing in the background from time to time.
1: Yeah, uh, there, she's not really my cat, but she's here for now, which is a, another podcast entirely. I mean, she's definitely
0: the official cat of the podcast.
1: <laughs> that's, that's true and fair. There's not another cat here. Yes. So, so,
0: yes, what what was the podcast idea you, you came to me with?
1: So, um, we, I proposed, um, as I sat down to rewatch Mission Impossible, the very first one after seeing the latest Mission Impossible, which was just so good. Um, yeah, I think
0: both you and I were pretty blown away by that movie.
1: Yeah, like many just like full body reactions of, <gasps> but, um... Rewatching Mission Impossible 1, I just, it was so different and I hadn't seen the movie in basically a decade. And so I had forgotten kind of how bad it was. And like, I don't mean bad as in...
0: You are aware, right, that that's an extremely hot take on like <laughs> film Twitter, film blogs.
1: Yes, and I will prepare a defense for like my there position. there are people out there
0: who will fight you all day long that number 1 is the best of the series.
1: Okay, well and that's totally fine and like the truth is I haven't actually finished watching the first movie again <laughs> because I stopped myself because I texted you and I said, "Oh my god, what if we did a Tom Cruise podcast?" And I will also be very honest and say I'd had a couple beers at that point. Um so drunk ideas are sometimes the best ideas.
0: Yeah, and so I said uh, an absolute unqualified yes, and then I think we started talking about, like, well, how do we go about doing this? Like, should we go through his entire filmography? And we are like, mm. there's so many great movies. And yeah. I, I think one of us said, like, who other than Tom Hanks has as many good movies?
1: You said that, but you actually said Meryl Streep. Like, not even Meryl Streep said, has as many excellent films as Tom Cruise does.
0: Right. I think Tom Hanks might have more, is what I said. This like, it might thing. be Hanks, Cruise, Streep. Yeah. But that's another debate. Yeah. But then I think we sat down and we actually looked at his filmography and we're like, oh, these early ones.
1: Yeah. Kind of maybe suck. (laughs) Do do you want to just
0: talk about Mission Impossible?
1: Yeah, because we didn't want to have to go through 10 of his lesser kind of bad movies um, because then that would just, I think, be reflected in the quality of our little difficult to build
0: an audience, a listenership that way.
1: Yeah, but everyone knows Mission... Well, not everyone, but most people in the English-speaking world know and love the Mission Impossible movies, and they are all just so radically different. (laughs) And what is particularly fascinating to me, um, since uh, we first had the idea to do this podcast, I've done a bit more research on Tom Cruise, and it's just really solidified my fascination with Tom Cruise, the human being. I think those movies perfectly reflect... Just his rise as a movie star, his fall as just, I don't know, like a weird human, and then sort of like his redemption arc.
0: Or like quasi-redemption. Yeah, because
1: um, reader, here is, well, this is a podcast, sorry, I work in books, so I just edit this Readers, listeners. Yep, listeners, um, here is my theory. I think Tom Cruise is a tragic hero. And that sounds really cheesy, but my heart actually kind of breaks for the guy. And maybe my opinion will change as I continue to learn more about him. But I think he was just this kid who was abandoned. And he's basically spent his entire life trying to feel worthy and loved and respected. And you see that in his films.
0: I would like you to persuade me of that. I'll (laughs) I'll tell you from where I stand right now. I'm just like fascinated by the fact that Mission Impossible is kind of the only thing he's allowed to do anymore. Like Mm -hmm. he he does movies in between, even if they're really, really good critically, they tend to do poor
1: commercially. Definitely not as well as the MI movies.
0: Yeah. And, and yet each Mission Impossible movie, like actually they do, they do really well. So Mm -hmm. he, he has this one weird niche where people still love to watch him, but then as soon as he steps outside of it, it kind of doesn't work for him. So I, I'm I'm like fascinated about why that is.
1: Yeah, I, I like not to get ahead of ourselves, but I really think it's because in the Tom Cruise movies, he is the Tom Cruise that he is allowed to be. Like he is Tom Cruise, the larger than life movie action star. But again, what's so fascinating to me is that is not who he ever set out to be. Mm. And so it's like he's trapped.
0: Like there's something so exciting about watching uh, a person or a or an organization be the absolute best at whatever it is they do, mm-hmm. be it, like an Olympic athlete or you know whatever and I think Mission Impossible has kind of quietly over the past 20 years become the best series totally. in action adventure stunt stuff. Yeah. And kind of improbably so?
1: Yeah. And like for those who perhaps aren't as familiar with the Mission Impossible movies, each one has had a different director. Each one is stylistically different, tonally different, and like really, the only thing consistent. And this is a I'm paraphrasing Amy Nicholson um, here. Uh, the only thing consistent across those movies is Tom Cruise himself. Mm-hmm. Even his character has dramatically changed.
0: Don't sleep on Ving Rhames, but yeah. yes, aside <laughs> from Ving Rhames, the only consistent thing is is Tom Cruise. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's it's also uh, I don't know. I think there's like, a lot of weird things about why this series is still going strong when mm-hmm. it, it just, like, mathematically shouldn't be. Yeah. Um. You know, I think it's definitely the, the, the best film series that began in my lifetime and is still going on.
1: Yeah, and that's also an argument you'll probably have to defend. And I'm not even sure I disagree with you, but Jurassic Park started, and...
0: Sure, and I think... Look, I'll 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 give you my early take on that. I think none of the Mission Impossible movies have come close to being as good as Jurassic Park One.
1: Oh, but like what I movie think, has in general? <laughs> and I think
0: every single Mission Impossible movie is better than every other Jurassic Park movie. Okay, that's my that's my hot take.
1: Maybe we just had that argument because I don't actually disagree with you. <laughs> yeah,
0: fair enough. I mean, I think the actual Challenger is probably Fast and the Furious.
1: Okay, mm. that's that's good. And
0: but we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. But, and I think they're actually, they're kind of related in that they're both, they don't really make sense of how are they still going and how are they actually just getting better and better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out as we go through this.
1: Yeah. This rewatch. And um, I'm actually excited because uh, I, again, as I just said, I haven't actually seen the first three Mission Impossible movies and probably, well, probably since the last, the third one came out. Like, I haven't gone you, back. You
0: haven't rewatched number three since three came out?
1: Well, I was gonna rewatch them all oh, that's after exciting. we saw um, Fallout, but
0: I think I think
1: then I had the drunk podcast, yeah, right?
0: I think three gets forgotten when it's actually one of the better ones. Mm. I am so excited to watch number two mm-hmm. because number two was like my favorite movie for probably five straight years of my life, and yeah. now it is
1: that's like the martial arts one, yes, yes, it's,
0: it's the John Wu one, and yeah. it's pretty universally considered to be the worst one <laughs> like the only <laughs> bad one they did so that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting rewatch for me right. i have held off in the in the same vein i've held off on watching that one so that i can record my, my yeah experiences fresh
1: um the other thing too is there are obviously only six mission impossible movies um, i mean like if this podcast is wildly famous three years from now there will probably be seven but um that means six episodes. Uh, it's not clear yet whether or not we'll keep going after that. Maybe this will just like be a beautiful contained thing that we... A
0: mini-series of sorts.
1: Yeah, that we hide on the internet and never tell any of our friends about.
0: <laughs> and hide from future prospective yeah. employers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but I don't know. I, I think there's just so much to talk about with Tom Cruise. So I kind of hope that we have a lot of fun doing this and that people do enjoy it. Um, and that we do get a chance to go through the rest of... The, maybe not all of the movies. Like, I have no real desire to see losing it. Um,
0: Is that about what I think that's about? Yeah,
1: I think it, if it's not his first starring role, it was like his first... No, it wasn't his first starring role. It was his first um kind of lead, lead.
0: role. Lead? Like the first Tom Cruise movie? Yeah,
1: except he hated it. And it's the one movie that he has publicly talked about regretting. Um, and it's because it's basically about a teenager who tries to lose his virginity. And... Um, I don't really know anything else about it aside from the fact that it was so bad, and Tom Cruise was so embarrassed by it. He didn't attend the premiere, and he made a vow.
0: His first, his his first leading starring movie, and he didn't attend the premiere.
1: Yeah, and he just was so embarrassed That's by a it.
0: Ballsy move.
1: Well, I also think, like, well, it reflects how seriously he takes, as he calls it, his craft. Mm. And that movie was so bad, he hereforth too vowed to never. Make a movie that didn't fall in line with the public image he was trying to build for himself or wouldn't help him grow or learn or just like be a good, challenging role that would entertain people and stand up over time.
0: All I want to do right now (laughs) is call Tom Cruise and ask him why he took Magnolia. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's a thing I have, like, stuff to say about, though.
0: Well, and, like, I, that might be my favorite Tom Cruise performance. I think it's a great performance. I'm not trying to whatever, but I'm like, if, if you're that concerned well, with your, you know, your image and whatever, like, that, that one is outside the box for him.
1: Okay, so we're not going to get fully into this, but you know why he took that movie? No. He bonded with the director over the mutual loss of their fathers, something that I think has, like, just deeply defined... Tom Cruise, for mm-hmm. his entire life. And um, that particular role that he plays, if, like, have you seen Magnolia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I haven't uh, actually seen it. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. So, the, yeah. But um, in that, Fatherhood I did a lot of research. plays a
0: big part of it, yeah. yeah
1: and apparently the speech at the end um, that he gives to his uh, dying father.
0: Spoilers for Magnolia.
1: Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> um. It's a movie completely really people different. care about
0: being spoiled. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's been out for a while. If it's been spoiled, I don't, I'm not even sorry. But he completely rewrote the end speech, and he did it like on the spot. And so, like I think an argument can be made that that was Tom Cruise, just really. And that's, I mean, that's something. Exercising feelings.
0: Else, I really want to explore that. You know, as far as actors go. I mean, he's both actor and producer, but as far as actors go, he tends to have his hands behind the scenes more than most people. And and there are all these legendary stories of him rewriting um, the movies he's in and, and yeah. making them better and make them whatever. He's also done the exact same thing to disastrous results yes. like like the mummy being the most recent example of his tinkering yeah. not quite working out the way everybody hoped
1: i mean i saw that movie in theaters i won't lie but um like i i've seen that yeah, one. yeah i'm but fairly I certain i was there with <laughs> you but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great <laughs> um but i don't know i think like he still sets out w- To every project, thinking it's going to be the best and hardest role that he's played. And I think actually, like, I haven't thought about this at all, but the thought that is first occurring to me is the mummy is sort of a reflection of Tom Cruise accepting that he will never be the star that he wants to be. And if he wants to remain beloved by the people, he has to fully lean into this action figure like role that the public has decided we can accept him as Mm. that, that grammatically probably didn't make a lot of sense. No,
0: that tracks. I mean, I've said this to you before that I think it's frightening the extents he pushes himself to for the mission impossible movies, (laughs) because it's, I think he knows that if he keeps doing that, people will keep showing up to these movies. And Mm -hmm. I think one day, he is going to die tragically doing a stunt, and we are all going to feel terrible <laughs> about the fact that, like, we push this man to keep going harder and harder at he what, what killed is he himself, 55 getting or, us
1: to like him. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Like one day he's going to do a halo jump out of a plane. <laughs> Because he's, like, pushing 60 and, you know, not a Marine.
1: And his heart will explode. Right, yeah.
0: (laughs) It's going to be horrifying and awful.
1: Yeah, but at least we'll be able to see his face because he'll do the jump with the equipment that they designed for Fallout. Um, And, like, the Halo jump equipment, They because they actually do that jump in the movie, they wanted to be able to see Tom Cruise's face, so they had to basically rework the entire military outfit in
0: in real life like does it cover your mouth and it's a hole
1: yeah like in real life you i think you can only see out of like the eye the eye holes they're not holes that's so cool (laughs) so many fun facts (laughs) okay so we have said and established that this is a mission impossible podcast driven by at least my fascination with tom cruise the human being and driven by your fascination with the movies themselves
0: yes um, so do you want to talk through a couple of the things we want, like maybe the questions we want to answer about this series or mm-hmm. some of the things we're going to be looking at?
1: Yeah. So for each episode that we record about the film, I think we'll have some static questions and we're kind of making this up on the fly. So yeah. maybe it'll change. Don't hold us to this, but, um, we'll decide like what was the best gadget in the movie? What yep. was the best stunt? I don't and, know. and
0: where that stunt ranks to other stunts in yeah. the series
1: maybe like the most valuable, like the MVP award for the movie aside from like, is it Ethan hunt or is it one of his co-stars?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, on the topic of Ethan, Ethan hunt, uh, I think one of the, it's somewhat, it, I guess it's like a criticism that's launched mm-hmm. at these movies is that, um, he's not really a character. He's just, uh, facilitator yeah. of stunts. It's
1: like a cypher.
0: I want to ask if that's really true. Yeah. I, th- I think there's actually a uh, kind of an interesting story that develops for this guy over these six movies.
1: Totally. And I think that story actually doesn't really start to develop until maybe ghost protocol. Oh, I'm totally going to fight but, on that. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Good. But okay. Good. Excellent.
1: Is there anything else that we need to yeah, talk about? I think we
0: want to talk about what each director brings to the series mm-hmm. and how they rank kind of next to each other who's the best fit
1: maybe that's what we do at the end we rank the movies like as we're watching them like obviously the first one is going to be number one for at least one week right
0: (laughs) yep that that math adds up yeah um yeah I think I'd I'd like to rank the directors I'd like to rank the theme songs for each one yes because you can also I think track popular music over the last 20 years by how those theme songs have changed.
1: Did you know that for my grade 10, grade 9 or grade 10 piano exam, I played the Mission Impossible um, theme song? You can't see me right now, but I'm doing the the hand motions. It's incredibly difficult. Okay, wait difficult.
0: a minute, wait a minute. Have I ever told you what I did for my grade 10 violin exam? Oh my God, what? Jurassic Park theme. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is why we're friends. Yep, exactly.
0: <laughs> we're going to have to put on a show. Yeah. That, can, that can be the bonus episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played the piano in like five years, so it'll be great. Be so good.
0: Um, I'm also kind of interested in looking at where this series stands as a spy series. Mm -hmm. I think it has kind of interestingly stayed apolitical during a weird time for spy movies. Yes. Uh, you know?
1: Which is such an impressive feat, especially in this most recent movie, but we will say Right,
0: that. and I'm, I'm not even saying that's necessarily a good thing. There's mm-hmm. certainly, like, some sort of ethical argument that, you know, if you're going to try and make popular entertainment based on espionage <laughs> and military activity, that maybe you should be political, but yeah. the fact that they've managed to still do kind of a very old school, there's a rich guy with a nuclear weapon. Yeah. Go stop him. is, is fascinating.
1: Totally. And, um, I don't think we'll refer to the TV show that the movies are based on too much because they are so radically different. In fact, I think the only thing that the movies retained, at least in the first movie that was in the TV show was, um, what, what was John Voigt's character name? Phelps. Phelps? Jim Phelps. Yeah. I think he was the only consistent character um, yeah. from the TV show to the movies. In fact, Fun fact, Ethan Hunt wasn't in the TV show at all. They just created that character for um, Mission Impossible.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know so much about Tom Cruise You know now. so much
0: about Tom Cruise. It's very, very impressive. <laughs> <So> weird.
1: <laughs> um weird. I have also mastered um, naming Tom Cruise's religion.
0: Okay. You want to go for it right now? Yes.
1: Okay. Scientology.
0: Nailed it. What did you use to call it?
1: Scientology. Yes.
0: Okay. That's
1: right. <laughs> and I did that for years, which is the only reason why I'm really proud of myself right now. Everyone is like, "She just said a word. Who cares?" But one more
0: time. What's the word?
1: Scientology. Nailed it. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think we'll talk too much about Tom Cruise's religion because I frankly don't care enough about Scientology to look into it. Aside from the fact that it's bonkers.
0: Yeah, it's not that I don't care about it. It's that I am not in any way, shape, or form equipped to talk about it. Um, You know, the allegations there are incredibly serious and incredibly real, and um, neither of us are investigative journalists. No, Um, (laughs) We are, at best, middling film fans.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But there are many, many resources out there, um, (laughs) both on what happens in Scientology and think pieces on to what extent Tom Cruise... uh, deserves or doesn't deserve blame for that.
1: I mean, I might not be able to repress certain urges to talk about like some of the insane conspiracy theories that I've learned about Tom Cruise in this past week of research. Conspiracy um, theories. Yeah. Just like, did you hear about, no, I'm not going to get into it right now. Cut this part Give me one. Give me one. Well, okay. So after 9-11, he set up.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) not where I thought that was going to start. That is, those are the big guns right off the (laughs) top. Okay. After (laughs) 9-11. Um,
1: Okay, I'm just going to do real broad strokes yep, here please. because I don't want to be disrespectful or get any of this wrong. We're but. so past
0: disrespectful. <laughs> okay, yes. Um
1: but he set up basically a detoxification camp for first responders. Mm. And it was like actually to get toxins out of their systems and one of the proof like proof pieces that he waved as to justify his work was that these first responders would apparently like <laughs> emit sweat or bowel uh, movements. That were perfect. Okay. <laughs> Purple is what I said there. So um, far
0: past disrespectful. <laughs> his name was attached to this.
1: Yeah, it was his. Like I'll find out the the exact name of it um, for next time, maybe. But um, yeah, and then some of the first responders ended up converting to Scientology. Okay. Back
0: to Mission Impossible. Back to Mission Impossible. <laughs> um, yeah, really good movies. I think we yeah. both like them. It's yeah. going to be fun to go through them and uh, yeah, see where see how this uh, series holds up.
1: Yes. Oh, um, we wanted to talk about the Oscars. Right,
0: right. So, okay, so run me through your take on this.
1: Um, So Tom Cruise is inarguably an amazing actor. He is a truly excellent actor. In fact, I think he's one of the most physical actors of our times, and like that's something that I don't think he gets nearly enough appreciation for. But um, he has never won an Academy Award.
0: Has he been nominated?
1: He's been nominated three times, and I think...
0: Three times.
1: Yeah, if not um, all three times, then it was three times. I'm pretty sure. If not all three times, then at least two times. Like his co stars won and not him. So huh. there was Rain Man. There he was nominated was... for that. Yeah, I,
0: I, it's a great performance in Rain Man. But
1: what what are the other ones that he's nominated for? Um, Rain Man, Jerry Maguire. And oh, I Jerry Maguire was Magn. No, he, it was Magnolia. Uh,
0: did he not get nominated for? Um... Okay, I always get coming home and born on the fourth of July. Oh yeah, refused. born on the fourth
1: of July. That's what it was. So okay, of those four movies, he got nods for three, but didn't okay. actually win.
0: He must have been nominated for McGuire, right? He was. Okay, so what I find really interesting about that is that never, you know, not a winner, not nominated enough. And yet, when they had to pick someone to give the opening address at the first Oscars after 9-11, he was the guy they picked.
1: Yeah, it was like a huge, how can we be making fun, how can we still be concentrating on entertainment and movies after, you know, our world has been ripped apart?
0: Right, who best symbolizes the importance of what we do in this time, who can kind of bring everybody together, it was Tom Cruise. Who is
1: the biggest movie star in the world right now? Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone just was like, of course, this is Tom Cruise. Well, and
0: like the biggest American movie star, you know, mm-hmm. like you have like gladiator, <laughs> you know, like Russell Crowe had won just like the year before, right. Yeah. Or, or maybe two years before. Right. But yeah. like, you know, you're not going to have an Australian talk about. Yeah. The, right. Um, and I think his like status is kind of sort of American's golden boy. And this mm-hmm. is right before, like a couple of years before he's going to go through the hardships he goes through. Yeah. Um, I just, I think that speaks so well to the interesting spot he has occupied in Hollywood.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Agreed. Uh, and I think over the course of this series, uh, I'm going to try and convince you why he should have been nominated for Mission Impossible 3. Okay. But uh, but <laughs> we'll get there.
1: I have basically no memory of right now.
0: <laughs> I think you must. Is the one with the Irish guy? I don't remember it. Oh, okay. This but is going to th- be exciting. Is that or- the movie
1: with like, I don't know. I just seem to recall... Like a very long car drive and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bridge. Like he's married or something. Like there's a a girlfriend who figures heavily. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's all I remember. Are they in a mansion? I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll watch it at some point. Maybe.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah, okay. I think that's uh, all for now. Thank you for listening to episode zero. In your feed right now, you should have our next two episodes on Mission Impossible 1 and Mission Impossible 2. New episodes will be dropping every Thursday starting November 15th. As always, thanks to Aaron Cosser for our awesome logo. If you like us, please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. And if you really like us, please visit patreon.com slash Talk for exclusive content. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at kimandbillytalk. Please see the show notes for details. Other than that, it's mission accomplished.
1: Should we, like, sing the Mission Impossible theme at the end? Uh,
0: I think you should. I'm not going to do that. No. Okay. Well, with that, uh, I guess we'll say goodbye and see you next week. Okay, bye. All right, so it's still recording, but. It's still recording. I knocked the microphone Maybe your multiple mission, times.
1: yeah, but your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to deal with me as a podcast partner because I think I looked it that really just now.